Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. My name is Anthony Nicolosi. And I'm Skylar Sokol. And uh, this week, we are going to revisit the cognitive bias investigation that we, uh, we've done a first part of a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback from that, uh, and we had a good time going through it. So we'll start off again. We are, what we are doing is we are going through the list of cognitive biases uh, that are listed on Wikipedia. Uh, cognitive bias is a systematic, systematic um, flaw in how the brain, how we think about things. Uh, so these are things that are not affected by our social or cultural biases. And uh, we're going to go through the list. We are going to state what the name of the bias. The other guy is going to guess, try and guess and see what, if he can, uh, just by the name, deduce what the bias entails. And then we're going to uh, talk about how it may apply to the world of video games, board games, etc. Yeah? Yeah, sounds great. Um, yeah, let's go. So... I think we might both know what this one is, so we maybe can't guess for this one. But the first one we're going to start with is the availability cascade. This is a self-reinforcing... What? I cheated. I cheated. I already read this. uh, That's what I'm saying. We both (laughs) did. So we'll just read this one and violate our blood pact immediately, but it's fine. Um, A self-reinforcing process in which a collective belief gains more and more plausibility through its increasing repetition in public discourse also known as, quote, repeat something long enough and it will become true. Um, I mean, this happens in society all the time, but let's think about, what about in video games? So, I mean, immediately my head goes to the marketing side of games, right? Um, you, the, you, a marketing cycle for a particular game is going to want to put out content that somehow makes you think that you playing it is going to be great for you, right? Whether it's just by the fact that when people are playing it or experiencing it, they're happy or excited or like some of those, um, I want to sure. say it's the Call of Duty promotions where it's like you, they, the player like merges into the game, you know, or whatever in the actual commercial. Um, right, so you start feeling like, oh yeah, this game is going to be really immersive or whatever, really exciting or make me feel really badass. Exactly, like yep. Yeah. Um, hmm. So yeah. That's where my head goes to first. I mean, from the game design perspective, um, I, I'm struggling to think of a particular universe that uses this or a particular game that uses this, but you could have a world in which the NPCs basically do what, like you mentioned, like you referenced, happens in real life, which is just repeat, whatever. Yeah, uh, so oh, I'm thinking about, like, uh, I mean, this isn't a good example because you don't know shit about it but bioshock uh and a lot of games that have like surprise twist endings definitely like take this seriously right like they you have to establish this like sense that the universe is the way it is through repetition even if that is actually not a true fact about the universe so that the player like recognizes it as so true that when like the twist happens it's like, whoa, wait, hold on a second. I was pretty sure about this thing. And I think that's mostly probably due to this repetition of this like fact that it is a thing. Yep, absolutely. You know the other one that I was thinking? Um, Assassin's Creed. Like, as you move through that world, you'll have like NPCs and stuff kind of um, talking and saying things that reinforce the, sort of like the the idea of your mission. Like, you know, they'll they'll say things along the lines that this guy is corrupt, right? And that's the guy sure, you're trying right. to get. So 
Yeah. I. Yep. Yeah, and since there's like this like dichotomy in that game of whether the people are actually corrupt or not, or that like there are parts of these like assassinations that are not necessarily as good as they make it out to be, like that's definitely another place where this would make sense. Yeah, this that that's that's I don't know of any games off the top of my head. I'm sure there are some, but that would be an interesting like path to take with this, right? Like um, a narrative. It's it's like what really is what you said, like Bioshock. Uh, by establishing certain things, it, it becomes a twist later when those things aren't true. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Next one. Okay. I will read backfire yeah. effect. I resisted reading reading the text, so I do not actually know what it is. Any kind of guess? Backfire effect. Um. Hmm. I, my only inclination would be something like that people are afraid of going back on something they think or believe for fear that like it would that it's like backfiring i don't know i think that was uh, honestly really super close the definition states the reaction to disconfirming evidence by strengthening one's previous oh. beliefs yeah totally so it's like when someone disagrees with you you just like go harder into your belief um to like try and argue it more so your belief actually strengthens because it is being threatened rather than weakens yeah and you close yourself off to the opposing viewpoint right yep totally uh so i think this happens all the time in the sphere of like game gaming communities right uh yes definitely um i as everyone knows being very involved in the halo community the 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 halos are just rife the community is just rife with this kind of stuff, right? People are like, whatever, the original trilogy was good, the new trilogy's bad, the new movement mechanics are good, the old one are bad, and people just silo themselves into one side or the other, right? Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's generally rare to find people who are kind of open to the pros and cons of both. Of course, it's, all, it's a subjective thing, but as an example... Yeah, no, that's a great one. I think another place where this is uh, has an effect is in... Um like ranked gameplay in games possibly like competitive gameplay where you're like people frequently like start losing in games and their reaction to this like evidence that maybe they need to like get better or their skill may not be where they think it is is instead to just like you know anchor down in the fact that like no i deserve to be a higher rank and everyone else sucks or like something like that right people get this whole like perception that they like should be they're getting better. They should be like climbing in at the top or whatever, just be as like evidenced by them losing or them not performing well is like presented to them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think it's all over the place in the, uh, unfortunately this also can work its way into the actual development of a game. Uh, uh, no surprise. Maybe humans make these games, but you hear periodically, right? Stories of the publisher, um, or yeah the publisher or the marketing team whatever sort of forcing an idea even against like the 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 hesitance or the resistance of like the engineering team right um totally like we we need to do this thing there's a and anyway so and and people kind of just reinforce themselves on both sides it's it's this lack of sort of finding a common ground that works for everybody that can happen Right, or an unwillingness to like listen to what is actually being said and instead just knowing that it disagrees with you in some way and 
then yeah. you just strengthen the beliefs rather than like take this awareness to listen. And granted, this is like a kind of bias. So this is like an instinctual thing that may happen, but I think it takes like some self-awareness to be like, okay, wait, hold on. Like I need to actually listen to this thing and think about it rather than just let it make me defensive in a way. Right. Exactly. It's a, yeah, systematic flaw. So it's something that happens innately there and being aware of it, I think is the best a person can do so that they can, like you're saying, work against it when they see it. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Next one. So next, next is the bandwagon effect, which I mean, we've all heard that word before, but what do you think the cognitive bias is? Um, I more or less like follow what everybody else is doing. <laughs> yeah, the tendency thing. to do or believe things because many other people do or believe the same thing. Yep. Uh, this um, I think this relates closely to the backfire effect in in the sense that I see it a lot in gaming communities. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, if if there's sort of again using Halo, there's there's a very vocal. Uh, there's a ver- very vocal set of the community that believes in both like the old style stuff and then there's another one of the new style stuff and they're so loud that if you just kind of jump into the community watch the YouTube videos let's say or whatever you might think everyone thinks that right um, anybody who's a Halo fan kind of is one or the other and the I, I, I don't know I think there I've definitely observed this in, at least in the Halo community people to kind of jumping behind sort of whatever's popular, I guess, to... Uh... Yeah. No, I think this is super common in all gaming communities. Like, for example, when, like, a game gets patched and, like, people start expressing, like, dislike for some change and then everyone just, like, gets super aggressive about it and bandwagons onto this, like, thing that is probably not that big a deal, but it just becomes this huge thing because of this, like, you know, mob mentality. Yep. Now, at the same time, I think this also sort of relates to hype, right? Like hype that builds around stuff and everyone kind of getting excited and jumping in. And I like, I am definitely uh, one of those people. I love when the community kind of like gets excited about stuff and getting excited with them. I think there's a big, you know, social element to this for sure, where it's like we want to be part of that group, right? Like we want to be part of the, the moment, the movement with everybody else uh, we want to belong i think maybe there's part of that i think uh yeah totally and so sometimes i'll get super excited and hyped out about games that i like never play like call of duty being the main one uh call of duty is a game i have i don't think i've ever purchased my own copy of call of duty but every time call of duty comes around like the i follow community members of that community they get excited i get excited i'm like maybe this is the first one i'll actually buy you know <laughs> so um and then in the end, I don't because after a while, I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to play that. Uh, and the hype dies out, you know, whatever. So anyway, I, th- I think just one note, I think it's important to differentiate between this bandwagon effect and like, I'm not sure what cognitive bias relates to this, but it's essentially the logical fallacy of appeal to a, like authority. Like the bandwagon effect, I don't think is necessarily um or at, at least I don't think it's meant to imply that like if an authority figure, like a prominent member of a community says something and you believe it more likely, I don't know if that's the bandwagon effect. I think the bandwagon effect is more quantity of people believing something influencing your belief. Not yeah. that you were saying otherwise. Yep. I just was going to say that because I think it's easy to blur the line between the two. Yeah. And you, and you know, I, I think it might be worthwhile to tell the listeners here when the last time we did, our podcast we got some feedback from jesse thomas she's a xbox researcher working on the halo series it was great feedback and she told us that uh we it's 
generally, we um, have the tendency to extrapolate biases to higher cognitive functions when they're actually pretty low in perception. So really emphasizing some things that you already emphasized a little, uh, on the previous ones, but that it's, it's really uh, like subconscious almost, right? Like it's a systematic flaw, we, it, not a sort of rational, you know, action, I guess. Yes. So, anyway. Cool? Cool. Next one is the base... Oh, wait, it's your turn. Base rate fallacy or base rate neglect. Um, Maybe this is like if something is happening at a certain rate, uh, you expect it to continue happening at that rate? This one was tough to guess. Um, The definition is the tendency to ignore general information and focus on information only pertaining to the specific case even when the general information is more important. Who the hell named this one? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bad job, psychologists. (laughs) This one for how it applies to games. So just to to rephrase, this is when, um, like, you are told information about a specific case of a general phenomenon, and you instead of like use uh focusing on the general information you already know about the phenomenon you take the information you hear about the specific case way more importantly like i could think of like a situation where like you know there's like an anecdotal evidence that someone like got a disease from something or whatever right but like generally there's no way that that happens or like your friend gets hit by lightning so you're like oh it's way more likely i'm gonna get hit by lightning but really the general information says that that's not the case yeah that that general information is more important it's hard to say yeah that's it seems also like really similar to like confirmation bias right like kind of um, choosing things that reaffirm what you think, sort of, like, why... I don't know. It would be great to have, like, well, a cognitive... Well, this is, this is different, right? Because this isn't about confirming any belief you have. Like, this is just the fact that when you get specific information, it becomes more Important. valuable yeah. than general information. No, it's true. Um, um, so, like, yeah. I would say um, a, one way this... I mean, this could come up again in, like, um, in Rocket League competitive play or any competitive play, right? Where, like, you have some general trend in how you're performing or you have a general understanding of your performance, but then you have a specific game where you, like, do something really amazing. Like, you have, like, a really good game. And in your mind, that specific information relating to that one case potentially biases you to believe that, like, you're really good now even if it was just a specific instance and the general information shows otherwise. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it would be great to have a... We'll work to get a cognitive or perceptual psychologist on one of these um, so they could break it down for us. But yeah, I think that was a solid solid breakdown. Uh, next one? Yeah, belief bias. Uh, sorry, we did this one last time. This is the one I skipped to last time. So we're True. actually on the Ben Franklin effect. <laughs> Uh, jeez, I couldn't tell you. Um, the uh, yeah, the, the cognitive good... bias to not like monarchy. There you go. Perfect. Yes, fight against the the monarchy. No, this is actually very interesting. A person who has performed a favor for someone is more likely to do another favor for that person than they would be if they had received a favor from that person. 
So you're more likely to do another favor for someone if you have already done one for them um, rather than if you had received a favor from them. Hmm. That's very interesting. It feels a little counterintuitive. Definitely seems counterintuitive. Um, maybe it's because our minds are so like hedonically warped or something. But um, if you, th- I think what it could lead to at least is like that we somehow are more satisfied by the helping or you know doing stuff for other people than like sort of the selfish gain of gaining things. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Now related. Um. Huh. Related to game design, I think this is something that potentially, again, relating to how maybe like you engage a gaming community. I, I think if a developer is aware of this, giving people opportunity to participate in the community, take on roles like uh, insider programs, right? Like early access build testing, maybe like moderating forums and stuff like that um, could could lead to, you know, community members feeling more engaged, more invested and, and wanting to do it more. Yeah, this is actually very interesting. So I just, I clicked out to the article that Wikipedia was citing for this effect. And it's actually an interesting article. I'll read you an excerpt that says, um, in other words, the researchers concluded doing someone a favor makes us like that person more. The researchers suspected that the Ben Franklin effect works because of cognitive dissonance, we find it difficult to reconcile the fact that we did someone a favor and that we hate them. So we assume that we like them instead. <laughs> That's funny. That's very interesting. And so, yeah, I mean, that could be a way to um, potentially like get someone to become more, um, more connected to a character in a game that's maybe going to betray you or something like the game makes you do them favors or do things for them. And then that could be leveraged to start giving you this like psychological feeling of like liking them or like continuing to want to do things for them. And then eventually they like screw you over and you're like, Whoa, that would be like a pretty intense betrayal at that point. Especially if it's like at a subconscious level, you just expect that you like them now. Yep. No, it's true. That'd be cool. All right, interesting uh, one. Are you ready for the next yeah. one? I think it's even yeah. harder to guess. Yeah. Berkson's Paradox. Yeah, um, I all I saw when I glanced at it was the words conditional probability, and I still have no idea what to say. Uh, but um, The definition is <laughs> the tendency to misinterpret statistical experiments involving conditional probabilities. Great. And um, so... <laughs> Humans suck at probabilities. (laughs) I mean, that's true. So conditional probabilities are... um, Rarer than the conditional probability. Pulling into Um, his math degree brain that you never have to use. Now you do. On the spot. The conditional probability is the probability of one... Oh, my God. No, I don't want to log into your website. Is the probability of one thing being true given that another thing is true. Sure. Um... So it's like, uh, oh, okay, so it's like something follows. Um, like the probability that your left sock is black if you know that your right sock is black would be um, talking about a conditional probability if they actually related. Um, oh, yeah, we suck at that. Like, Yeah, like um, this is like the assumption that like um, if um, you like recognize, oh, this is a great one, right? 
um, there's a Rocket League video where people thought that you could control the location of where you spawn after being demoed. Like this was like a huge thing that people tried to figure out. And one guy did it, right? He found a way by holding a specific button to control which side of the field he spawned on. And he did it 12 times in a row. And he did it, and it worked every single time. He brought his friend in. They did it, and it worked. But then his friend like started having trouble with it working. And they were like, wait a second. Why isn't this working now? And then they decided to do like an experiment where they did it 100 or like 200 times, and it turned out to be 50-50. <laughs> That's a great so, example. Like, yeah. He misinterpreted this first statistical experiment where he it happened 12 times in a row as a conditional probability that like um, that the probability of him holding the thing was conditionally tied to where he spawned when really not the case at all. Yep. No, I mean, I I feel like this may be even a weak example because I bet you this kind of bias would even relate in a situation where like an unlikely scenario didn't happen. Right. Like where it wasn't 12 times in a row. Maybe it was just, um, someone says that like, they got like 51% of the time it was working and then people may still be like cognitively biased to believe that this is like a, a probable thing or a thing that could work, even though anything under a hundred percent in that experiment means that it doesn't work. Yes. No, I, I agree. I mean, if you just kind of throw out like even that simple example you use, like what the probability is, if you have a black sock that you can have a colored sock, given that you have this many total socks to choose from, People suck at doing stuff like that in their head, right? Like, it's just not natural. We're, our brains are sort of built to work like in the, the uh, instinctively, whatever. It, it, it takes a, a shaping of the mind to really be good at that on the fly. I mean, it, without sort of working it out, right? I mean, of yeah. course you can do it that way. But instinctively, that's tough for us to reason about. So, um, and it, yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's do one more for the end of this podcast. Okay. Um, I, I, I think this one's pretty cool. I didn't know this one. This is the bias blind spot. Uh, being unaware that you are biased? Maybe? I, that's pretty good. It's even better than that, though, I think. The tendency to see oneself as less biased than other people or to be able to identify more cognitive biases in others than in oneself. <laughs> that's... So true. <laughs> and yeah, it, that's a that's a great one. And if you're a listener listening to our podcast, now you think like, well, now I know some stuff about cognitive biases. You might have read stuff and maybe it just makes this bias even worse. <laughs> or we're saying these things and you're just like, man, I know so many people who do this and I know this all the time. But what you really need to realize is you do it all the time, too. Yeah, this <laughs> is very, very hard. Um uh, it's. It, I think it's so valuable. This plays into like self awareness. I think um, at a more general level, but realizing that we have that. I, I think it's because we try and shape an ontological. Oh my gosh, a sense of like the world. Like we want to define the world and sort of our place in it, and that's we use that model in our heads to to do things right like right um, you don't want to believe that you're not as capable of doing things as you need to feel like you are to do them yeah it breaks the model right yeah like if all of a sudden you aren't what you thought you were it throws the model into confusion you kind of go into a crisis about it you're like well you know you self-doubt blah 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 and, and you have to rebuild a model to work from right yeah um, no, totally for for games, uh, again, in regards to like a, from a narrative standpoint with some of the examples that you mentioned before, I think it's 
when you are establishing truths in the universe by whatever, leveraging the um, availability cascade like we were talking about before or whatever it is and you you start to like believe that these characters are good or bad or whatever and then there's a twist um i think it plays into plays into this as well a a little bit right yeah i guess so um i mean it could relate to like the fact that you would feel like oh i'm not that biased i'm not that easily led astray so i can be i this couldn't be leading me astray but it does yeah, um, something like I that. I think another example that sort of relates to previous examples is in competitive gaming, once again. This is, like, a huge one about, like, people... When people see other people post on Reddit about how they're, like, shit at Rocket League or they're, they're not climbing well or Dota or whatever, they always, like, give them crap. And they're like, yeah, well, maybe you deserve to be there. Maybe you need to practice more. And then those same people turn around and are like, why am I not climbing the ranks or why am I so much better than everyone else? I should be getting... I should be climbing and all these other people are the ones who are, you know they're the ones who are biased towards thinking that they are um good when they're not yep the previous like segregation of gaming communities like where they one side believes one thing one sees the other and one side can kind of see themselves as you know seeing things more objectively like we're we're you know it's not our fault right uh and and we're we don't have any faults going on biases that are being are affecting this it's it's the other guys um I think, exactly. again, this can go into game development. I mean, this happens at such a micro scale, uh, right? Like, as well, where it can just be there's a certain feature that the team is trying to develop, and there's a disagreement between the two developers or the developer and the tech lead or whatever. And um, one can sort of be standoffish about it. It's sort of like, uh, I, I mean, never mind. I don't want to bring out backfire effect. But, like, one can take retreat back into their own belief in a sense twice as hard by also thinking i'm being fair about this and this person isn't whatever like failing to see their right hearing the other person say something that triggers them to think about a bias when they are their subconscious tendency is to not think about that in themselves because of this bias blind spot like i you know whatever i told them that adding this feature um was good and i said it in a the way i communicated to the team in the email was fine like he's being ridiculous and they just backfire affected on me because they are believe they just strengthened their belief and didn't listen to me when yeah. you don't realize that like you just did something similar just they, before they just didn't want to listen to me so they just retreated to themselves you know and and that's basically where the the conversation ends right in that person's yes. head so anyway cool. cool where can people find us you can find us at on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, by all at at koala underscore ent for entertainment. Uh, you can also find find us at koalaentertainment.com. There you can follow the link to our Discord, which we're in the process of getting verified. Um, but yes, big plans, big things coming to our Discord. Follow along, come join us, talk to us. Skyler will talk to you about anything. He will debate you about anything. If you have any thoughts around this, this kind of stuff, he would love to talk to you for hours about it. Yeah, <laughs> down. We'll talk about anything. I think tonight I'll probably um we'll probably have some people who are new there. They're, we've gotten some new members. They'll I'll have them post about their favorite games and stuff. If you want to join and talk about your favorite games, totally get in there and talk about it. Yep. No, we'll, we we love interacting with you guys, and then we're going to make it fun to be there. That's all we can say for now. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, you can find us there. Uh, you can find us at Facebook at Ko Koala Entertainment. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. At least we'll be doing things across all the social media platforms. We do great giveaways every Friday, free stuff Friday. We give a, a bunch of stuff away. Come join for that, and then uh, join us in the conversation. We post uh, all kinds of gaming goodness as we lead up to the launch of our own game on there. So uh, we love talking with you guys. We love interacting. Hope to see you on on one of those places. Yep. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for a new topic. Boom. See you guys. See ya.